We continue with reactions from the ICJ judgment yesterday at The Hague. We're now joined on the line by Reverend Frank Chikane, who in December led a South African Council of Churches delegation to Bethlehem in a show of solidarity with Palestinians. Reverend Chikane, thank you very much for your time with us on The Weekend View. Your reaction to the judgment yesterday by the ICJ? Yeah, firstly, I I led a global delegation of church leaders, although the SACC was in the majority. Let me just say that, uh, I mean, I'm proud about South Africa, firstly, that we were able to take the action we have taken. Our visit looked like crazy, but it was in solidarity with victims of genocide. And South Africa went to the Hague, to make the submission it made. The whole world listened to it. This is about South Africa. It's about justice. It's about making sure that people are not, you know, killed at will without intervention. And we succeeded in making sure that the court understands that this is leading to genocide if you don't want to say it's genocide now. In our view, who were there, this is genocide. And we are pleased that the court has agreed with South Africa. In terms of the details about the you know measures that need to be taken preliminarily, they have stated them the way they have stated them, but the reality is that the world has now understood that Palestinians are under threat, and they've been under threat from Nakba in 1947-48, and are not given the right to live in that place of their birth. And I think that's really what the world has now come to understand, yeah. In your view, Reverend, why has it taken as long as it has? Of course, the events of the... Um, of, of the last fortnight, the, the events of the last three months were precipitated by the attack by Hamas on, on the 7th of, of October. But as you say, that uh, Palestinians have been living under occupation for, for several decades now. Um, they, they, they've been a people who have felt forgotten by the world. How is it that still, even now, there are people who don't agree with South Africa's case and, 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 and the argument that was made at The Hague? How is it that the lives and the humanity of Palestinians is is debatable. How is it that their right to live and exist is, is debatable globally? How did we get to this point in no, your view? No, but it's the same. It's a racist attitude. It's the same. Yeah, it's the same. The West supported apartheid until late. The British, the Americans, the French uh, assisted the apartheid system to acquire arms. It's a racist approach. It's a colonial thinking. So the Western alliance from the First World War and the Second World War constructed the UN in a way that they are able to veto any decision. And for them... They made the decision. It starts from Balfour in 1917 in Britain, where they were looking for a land for people without land. And they actually ignored the fact that the Palestinians lived in that place. Uh, to be more accurate, 750,000 Arab Palestinians lived in that area, and 120,000 Arab, as is Jewish. Palestinians lived there together. They were living together. They were Mm. not fighting. Mm. But the world made a decision 
that they will create a state there and the 750,000 Palestinians didn't matter. And then they actually created the state. To give UN credit, they said, create two states, let both of them have the right. They even partitioned it, go to 1948. But they made sure Israel has a state and the Palestinians don't have one. Mm. And they wanted Palestinians to recognize the Israeli state, but the Israeli state does not recognize an, a Palestinian state. You can see it's a purely colonial racist construct. And the Zionist project, it's a colonial concept itself. Remember that mm. colonialism started ages ago, but was ending around 1948. As you know, India and other countries became free. Whilst we were decolonizing, uh, the Western alliance created a colonial settler regime in Israel. And we're not saying the Jews shouldn't be there. By the way, we're not against Jews. You know that we've got yeah. Jews in South Africa. These are our comrades. We struggle together with them. It's a construct of a state that excludes the majority mm. of the people in that region. I think that's really the issue. Yeah. And that point has been made in court. And I think even if they resist it, the reality is... You have to have a state between the sea and the river, which is just, and everyone who is there can live and be equal mm. together there. If they do two states, then they must have states that are fully from sovereign. They can't give Palestinians a state where they say disarm them and give them a state. Mm. There's no such a state like that. Um, and so it's either you have one state where all of them live together like we do here. We got rid of the Bantu stands and live together. Yeah. And we're living in peace. Yeah. As, as just a final point, um, Reverend. Obviously, you know, you, there's the, the the tour, the, the trip that you you took as well, leading other other religious leaders. Um, what what now? What what more can be done? Not only from from uh, the perspective of, of the church and religious leaders, uh, but but calling on world leaders now that uh, South Africa leading on this front has certainly opened the door, showing that it can be done. If 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 a small country, relative, of course, to 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 large Larger, you know, you know, whether it's European countries or countries in, in 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 the Americas and so on. We're a relatively small country, but we took such a bold step. It's an invitation for everybody else to actually be on the right side of history. But a lot more work needs to continue. And what does that look like from from your from your vantage point? From you know, from the church, religious leaders also playing their part. Well, let me start from the global community. Um, as you know, I mean, the American the the government state uh, of America rubbished this act of South Africa, the British did the same, etc. The court has ruled against that attitude. And so the world is expected to realign with what justice is about. There are many countries around the world that wanted to join South Africa, but the feeling was don't join before the preliminary ruling. 
because the, this can delay the process. So the ruling has been made. Now we go into the substance. There will be many countries that join South Africa to say this is genocide. And I'm hoping that the British and, and the, the Americans will also ar- arrive at that point. In terms of the churches, I mean, even the World Council of Churches had difficulties because the dominant churches within the World Council could not even accept the concept of genocide. Mm -hmm. I think now they're going to have to accept it. And if the court says, this is what you need to do to make sure there is no threat of genocide, all the churches will have to be aligned. Morally speaking, they have no choice. At least the Pope has used the word genocide. And we're expecting the World Council and others to move and accept that this is genocide. And once you accept it, you must prevent it. And so we are developing strategies to prevent genocide. And fortunately, the Palestinians had already asked the churches in South Africa, civil society, and the government to set up an unglobal anti-apartheid movement yeah. based on our experience. We're organizing it now. We have announced the date in May. The whole world will be invited to descend on South Africa to come and form an anti-apartheid movement that was the same as ours, and we're going to mobilize the whole world to make sure that this genocide stops and that the Palestinians will have the right to live as a people. Thank you very much, Reverend, for your time with us this morning on The Weekend View. That was Reverend Frank Chikane speaking on yesterday's ruling by the International Court of Justice.